Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Today, we are talking about weddings and weight loss. So this topic kind of just came to me in an email from one of my brides, someone on my email list, and she just wrote back and said, have you ever talked about this crazy pressure to lose weight for your wedding? And I realized I work with clients on it, but I had never done an episode where I really sort of talk about what is going on with weddings and weight loss and why the pressure is so intense to be so thin on your wedding day. And it's obviously a huge topic. And it's also exciting because this is one of those places where I feel like it is so important to locate your personal experience in a greater context, right? You're putting your own psychology up against the sociology of what is going around. So it's like, where is your thoughts and feelings intersecting with like the bigger cultural narratives and systems and structures that we live within? And that to me is the most important thing I need you to do when you are sort of filtering this idea of losing weight for your wedding. I mean, the pressure is so real. There are so many like programs out there for like lose the wedding weight and bridal boot camps and all these crazy diets and cleanses and all of these things. There's even like an entire gym, I feel like it's in Texas, that is just for losing weight for your wedding. There's also some like shred before you wed. Like there's so many things focused on losing your weight, losing weight for your wedding. And there's just a lot here. So it's almost so important to acknowledge that saying you want to lose weight for your wedding, like most people are not even going to like, that's not even going to sound weird. That's going to be like, of course you are a given. Like we, it's almost like we have this collective agreement that like, yeah, you got to be really thin on your wedding day. And I think I just love like putting a little pause here and really figuring out like what is behind that. And what is your choice and what is your autonomy and what is your idea and what is just like in the water that we're all swimming in? And I feel like just right off the bat, you got to look at if you're feeling like you need to lose weight for your wedding, it's probably because some part of your worthiness is tied up in your weight. You're feeling like in order to do it right or for it to be okay or for everyone else to approve of you in that dress on that day in front of that camera, in front of that crowd, you've got to be thin because somehow in your brain, you're linking thin with approval and worth and value. And that is no accident, right? These things are linked to much bigger paradigms like capitalism, patriarchy, and even racism. 
And so I think that is why it's really important to sort of tease out what is you just feeling like, hey, I want to feel really good on my wedding day because I want to dance. I want to be able to stay up late. I want to just like have the energy to interact with my friends and family. And I know it's going to be exhausting, right? There can be a little bit of that feeling of like wanting to be in shape or wanting to feel your best or something around that, that could be a little more organically true for just how you want to feel in your body on that day. Like you get to feel and do what you want with your body on that day. But I just think before you go down that path, and if you are down that path, taking a pause to really separate what is you and what is just all the messaging. And that is why it is just so important to take a really critical look at just where these ideas came from, how they got into your head that make it just feel like, obviously, you'd want to lose weight on your wedding day. Like, that should not be obvious. It shouldn't just be a given. There shouldn't be just like every bride wants to lose weight for her wedding. I just think that's, it's crazy. And you got to just really peel back the layers on it a little and decide from a place of power and integrity how you want to proceed. I will never say like, no losing weight for your wedding day. As much as I would never say you should lose weight for your wedding day. I really do believe in autonomy and personal choice and doing what you want for you. But let's do it in an informed way that locates like ourself within this greater context. That's what we're always trying to do in this bridal moment because the messaging and the narratives are so intense that it can be really hard to hold on to your real voice in this and your truest nature and what you actually want and know to be true and right for yourself and your own experience. And in this case, your own body, right? And having that relationship with your body it's just so important. And you're the only person who knows what's best for you, but it can be really hard to figure that out when there is so much noise. So let's just think for just a minute. I've obviously, I like to keep things really tight and brief around here. And this isn't my area of expertise. And there are so many incredible people doing so much brilliant work on this. I don't want to like seem, I don't want to sort of like step into this territory too deeply because it isn't my sort of zone of genius. But let's just like take a peek behind the curtain. And I think this will really give you enough of a sense to be like, okay, here's where I need to do more of a deep dive. Or here's where I need to just back out of this entirely and decide like, I don't need to take this on. I don't need to feel the pressure to lose weight for my wedding because it's not my own idea. This is not something that's coming from me. This is coming from the culture and this is coming from other people's opinions. And so that's the other thing I want to say before we go into like these bigger things is that there can be like just this stuff is just like, it just sinks way into us. It's our socialization. It is how we are raised. It is what we are taught. It is what we see in advertising and all that stuff just really gets into our psyche in a really deep way. And so I think a lot of people could be feeling pressure from their family. This I talk about the weight stuff a lot around the dress shopping. And just this idea of like approval from friends and family, your mom, especially around like this idea of beauty and thinness and how those two things get linked ridiculously, but very clearly in our culture, the thin and beauty thing just go, they're just so tightly linked. And 
everybody wants to feel beautiful on their wedding day. And so that sort of therefore means you want to feel thin on your wedding day. For that sort of, that's how the equation goes for so many people. That's the equation that is being pushed by our culture, obviously. And I just also want to make a note. So it can be just like really inside your own family, you're feeling it, but it's still important. Don't just say like, well, no, my mom is making me feel thin. Like, let's pull back and look at like, why is she worried about that? What is she thinking? Where are her, Where do those thoughts come from? And the other thing I think too, that can be really slippery about the whole like diet culture thing is that now it's sort of like morphed into like a wellness thing. So it's like, well, I just want to be healthy or I want to be in shape. That can also all just be like code words for diet culture because you can be very healthy at many different sizes. So it's so important to constantly separate weight and health. There's lots of studies that are coming out about like health indicators and weight, and they are not always linked up. Like our culture would have you believe that being overweight is like the number one most problematic thing. And I'm not saying there aren't health implications tied to weight things. Like again, those things can occur at the same time, but there are also just so many times in which they are not linked at all. Right. And so it's just important to really know the difference between health and weight and wellness that's really just diet culture with a new pretty name and just untangling all of those things. There's so much, again, work being done on this. But I just want to have you pause for a second and consider that diet culture is a huge industry, right? This is capitalism, like at its best, doing its thing, taking just a very ordinary act of eating and existing inside of a body and making so much money. It's insane. It's just a huge, huge industry. And its whole goal is just to keep us guessing and keep us pivoting. Like, oh, wait, I thought you're supposed to eat this. Oh, no, you're not supposed to eat this. Oh, I thought you're supposed to do intense workouts. Oh, no, you're supposed to do long, low, intense workouts. Okay, you're like, you'll keep spinning. If you've been around long enough, you'll see that like it keeps changing. Like the goalpost keeps changing. The methods keep changing. There's always something new and shiny. Like it's like fast fashion or something. Diet culture is insane. It will continue to like sell books and cleanses and programs and gym memberships and diets and Weight Watchers and Noom and all of these things. Like it will just keep going. And so look at the capitalism of it. And Naomi Wolf wrote The Beauty Myth, a super sort of seminal work on this. And she talks about how it is part of the patriarchy, right? So we've got, it's part of the capitalism, but it's also part of the patriarchy. When women started coming into the male spaces, into the work world and feeling like a part of the culture, then all of a sudden the diet culture came on overdrive, right? Then we got like the twiggy and the like, okay, if the women aren't going to stay at home, we're going to make them captive to their own bodies and make that the prison so that they're going to keep chasing their tail and be distracted by trying to fit into the beauty standard, which is this thinness that is impossible for most people to reach. And it's just a way to keep women out of power, right? Because if you look at capitalism and patriarchy and how they work together, it's like if you are constantly distracted by being thin and just like looking for the next diet and looking for the next workout and just like using so much of your brain power and your emotional bandwidth obsessed with your body and your thinness, think about just all the things that you aren't focused on. And you're not focused on building your career or starting that business or following that dream or investing in that hobby, right? Because you're always like, 
oh, I'll do that all after I lose weight, which is like, do you see that's just like a whole never ending cycle? So it's just, you got to look at the capitalism of it. You got to look at the patriarchy of it, right? It's about keeping women outside of control over their own body, right? It's keeping you just outside of alignment with your own integrity, with your own body, with feeling that you are the, like in charge, you are the authority on your body. Instead, you're like, oh no, hold on. I'm listening to this person, what they're telling me I should eat. And there's this great graphic that shows just who invents all, like the master cleanse, the paleo diet, like all of these diets, it's all white men. And so it's like, just take a minute to pause and decide whether some random man knows what is best for you to eat and how your body is meant to exist in this world, or maybe you're the best person to decide that. And then finally, just a quick note on racism. There is an important book, Fearing the Black Body, The Racial Origins of Fat Phobia by Sabrina Strings. And she is a PhD who studies sort of the historical link with sort of fat phobia and the black body and how it's just, it was very intentional to link fatness and blackness and just this idea way back centuries ago that the idea that just black people were more sensuous and into food and not as into control. And so their bodies would be bigger because they didn't have the self-control. And of course, self-control and rationality were characteristics of whiteness. You can see just like using racism to like, just make sure that like you were aligned with thinness and whiteness and superiority and betterness. Like it just all is so linked and intertwined in these really insidious, terrible ways. And so if you can start to just see all these tentacles of why you're just like, hey, I'm just some girl who feels like she needs to lose weight for a wedding, like feels pretty innocuous. Pause and consider that like there's a whole underbelly to just what feels to you like this obvious wedding diet. Like it's probably not that. It's probably all of these other things. And again, when you look at how women are marketed to, the messaging we get, it's just you can always lose more weight, especially on your wedding day right? That's the thing about the wedding day too. There's this idea that this is the portrait of you as a bride. Like this is who you are. And this is your moment to show the world, pay for these expensive pictures, buy this expensive dress. You're on display. Like this is the moment where you are sort of captured in time. And that's what I think adds so much intensity to feeling like you want to be your thinnest and your most beautiful. And I'm just telling you, like, it doesn't have to be this way. I think so many women too are like, I got to lose weight because like, I don't want to look back at my pictures and like be disappointed in myself. And I'm like, the other way to solve for that, instead of losing weight and like going on some crash diet, that's going to make you miserable as you're planning your wedding, which is already stressful enough and probably going to rob you of so much joy on your actual day. If you're coming in depleted and malnourished and exhausted and restricted and just not feeling your best, most cared for, most in touch with your body, just going into your wedding day, feeling like you had to lose weight. It's just really not true. We are marketed, like I said, to feel our most beautiful and our most thin in this moment. But the other way of going about that, rather than doing that crash diet that we were just talking about and losing all this weight and making these crazy expectations for yourself, the other way to do that is to decide, 
I will love myself. I will accept my body. I will care for my body. I will look at my photos and look at that woman with compassion and kindness and approval, right? So instead of trying to like meet some impossible standard that the goalpost keeps moving, or you can just decide, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to hold myself to an impossible standard. I'm going to love myself no matter what I look like in those wedding pictures, no matter what size I am, no matter what weight I am. And I think your wedding can be a great maybe moment in your journey of being yourself to decide that like, you're not going to do the wedding culture thing anymore or the um, diet culture thing anymore. You're not going to play that game anymore. When like the culture is telling you, this is the time where you absolutely must opt in. You could be like, this is actually the time I'm going to opt out. Whether I'm opting out again for the first time or for the final time, I am telling you like you have permission to get married at the weight you are right now. It's really okay. And I mean, on a personal note, I definitely wasn't my thinnest on my wedding day. And like, I was kind of freaking out about that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I was thinner and I could have been thinner. And now I just look at my pictures and I'm like, you're good. You were good in that moment. How could I also, it's also ironic to be at your, for some people, it's a really stressful time. So it's kind of tough to ask your body to override all of that cortisol you're putting in there and all of the anxiety that for some people can really lead to weight gain. Like, how about it's okay for a million reasons. You don't need to justify it. But I know for myself, I'm like, I just look at myself and I'm like, you were going through a lot. You had a lot on your plate. You had a lot on your mind. And this was not about your weight. This was about your love, your family, your celebration. Like, it's just, it's more than your weight. So I feel like I've said too much and also like not even said enough. But I just hope this is a little bit helpful to you to just like push pause and really think about like, okay, hold on. Before I go spending money on some personal trainers and some diets, all kind of weight loss things that the diet culture is trying to sell you, I want to consider where do I stand? What is my choice? And just know that it is yours. There is, it, it feels like there's this invisible mandate to lose weight, but you do not have to take that. You do not have to take that in. You do not have to pick that up. If all of your friends are doing it, that does not mean you have to do that as well. You can be the example of doing it your way, being relaxed, being in love with yourself and with your body, changing the narrative. Maybe you are changing generational patterns. Maybe you're changing your own pattern. Whatever it is, I just implore you to put it through these filters. Think about it in terms of the racism, the patriarchy, the capitalism, just the impossible beauty standards for women, the wedding industry. There's just all of it. And then there's you and your choice. And knowing a little more sometimes helps us navigate it a little better and make our choice with more intention and more integrity. And that is all I am wishing for you. If you are struggling with this or something else around your wedding, it's funny. I've had clients come to me about weight loss and then it was totally just not about weight loss. So that's the other thing to keep in mind. That can sometimes just be us wanting to exercise some control over a feeling of lack of control. Anyway, I won't go into that now, but if you are struggling with any of this, you know I'm here for you. I do bridal sessions one-on-one, -on -one, me and you, figure this out, give you a plan 
give you a sense of calm and confidence to proceed in the way that makes the most sense for you and living the life that like you're designing for yourself. And so with that, I am wishing you nothing but bridal blessings.